Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. I had a way Stop me. 
Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your pal Ryan. This is Thursday, your Thursday episode. We are so can you can you taste it? Can you taste that Friday right there? Uh, we're gonna get right into the interview today because uh, it has been a day. I woke up at like six thirty to interview uh, my guest, who I was so excited to talk to. You'll hear that very soon. I will be releasing a Friday episode this week, even though we did not have. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills on this evening on Wednesday, and I, for one, was completely fine with that. I I needed the break, you guys. Uh, there's a lot of news stories that I'll cover on Friday. Of course, Bravo uh, put out an apology or or put out a statement in regards to the Garcelle's son bot attack that we talked about on Wednesday's episode. Plus, I've got very I got very bad news, very damaging news to me. And me alone. And I'll talk more about that on Friday. But of course, it's uh, Sutton Strack announced on IG that she is still dating Sanjit or Sanjit, who we met on the show. And I don't know why Sutton Strack wants to hurt me like this, but she has. I don't know what game she's playing, but she's really messing with me. (laughs) So uh, we'll talk more about that on Friday and a lot of different news. So much is happening all the time now. It's crazy. Um... Let's see here. Let's just get right into it. But if you like this podcast, if you like what you've been hearing, I was so happy with Wednesday's episode, you guys, if you haven't seen it. The two directors of the Netflix uh, documentary series Untold, The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist, about the Manti Teo catfishing scandal. I was really proud of that interview. And... um, Also, we did like an hour of pop culture stories afterwards. And that really... That's like my dream pod, you guys, is to be able to share something that really moved me and then also be able to talk about a lot of uh, pop culture entertainment stories, Uh, not just reality shows, but about movies. And I don't know. It's just so much fun. Uh, So thank you for allowing me to do that. But if you do like it, five stars. Uh, Thank you for all the Patreon subscribers that have signed up. I really do appreciate that. We have a new Patreon episode coming out today. Uh, It's a baddie spotlight with one of my new friends that I talked to this week. I think I talked about that on yesterday's episode as well. And um, yeah, I think that's it. So let's get right into this. This was just a really fun conversation. I have known our guest uh, Priscilla Cavanaugh now for I got probably close to three years, I would imagine. Uh, She was one of the content creators on Instagram that I kind of think I came up with, kind of like Ono Bravo, who is Ono Chels now, and Mixing with Moni, and all of these great creators out there and podcasters. And I consider Priscilla one of those as well. Uh, Her old, her account used to be called at Bonjour Bitches Blog, but now she has changed it in the last month and it's at its P. Cav, which you'll find in the notes. You guys already follow her, but if you don't, she's, you know, she's a mad genius. She is constantly creating, and I just love anybody that has a creative process and somebody that is constantly striving to, you know, make you laugh and also point out things that they think about the world. Also, you got to go check out her online store. You can find it in her description on her bio on Instagram. But uh, this is actually really exciting because she is giving so bad it's good customers. That's right. A hundred percent off. <laughs> her online store is called Feminist Cringe. And you can find that at feministcringe.com. F-E-M-I-N-I-S-T-C-R-I-N-G-E.com. And, uh, 15% off for So Bad It's Good listeners with the uh, code Bailey15. That is 
B-A-I-L-E-Y 15 for 15% off, you guys. And if you use that, which I hope you do, I hope you will send me the 15% off you saved. Uh, you can just mail that cash change, whatever you got. I'm going to know. I, I think this is cool. There's a lot of great stuff on there. And I think she is just so worth supporting a portion of the proceeds also from every purchase at that store is donated to causes like Planned Parenthood and uh, CSVANW, um, the Coalition to Stop Violence Against Native Women, which are both amazing, amazing causes. Um, and she even wrote in the caption, to date, we've raised about $17. See, even when she's doing good things, she has a sense of humor. But um, this is like just two friends talking about Bravo and creating. And I was just so... You know, it was such a long day already, and I was just so excited. I hadn't talked to her in so long. You know, we see each other online and stuff, but like, I'm not good at DMs, and I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm a pretty disorganized creator, as you guys know. And it was just great to catch up with her. And we, I mean, this just goes every which way. We talk about how uh, Craig Conover blocked her for good reason, by the way. How she's best friends with Dorinda Medley. Her thoughts on the uh, Diana Jenkins bot scandal uh, and so much more. This is just a delightful conversation and I had so much – I'm still laughing from it, but I kind of needed that. It was just – it's so easy talking to her and I was just so excited. So – I hope you guys enjoy it. Please go follow her, support all of that stuff, and I will talk to you guys again on Friday. I hope you're having a good week. Okay, bye. Welcome back to So Bad It's Good. Today, I'm just, I'm actually, it's another one of those where I, I'm looking forward to it because I just get to catch up with somebody that I really like that I have not spoken to. And she just informed me it's been like two years, but that's how messed up it is. I could, I, I would have believed her if she said it was like, two months ago like it's because like i'm like oh yeah we did all we did all these housewives scenes last time she was on and i i see her content but like you guys i'm just a mess like i don't even like i just even went to like dm her and i couldn't find her thing because i was like where's bonjour bitches blog and i didn't realize she had changed her name and then i see all these dms she had dm'd me and i'm like what the hell i don't i'm just a flipping mess but enough about me you guys know that uh her account used to be bonjour bitches blog she is a digital creator a content creator but it's now it's p cav it's p k a v priscilla cavanaugh welcome back to the show thank you thank you for having me and congratulations on all your success <laughs> i mean if this is what success feels like it's horrible like it is just there's nothing i i don't know i mean if you i just constantly feel like i'm doing something bad all the time i'm letting somebody down all the time i mean it is mm-hmm. i'm i'm full of neuroses even more so than when i was just an average loser and now i like i'm a Are loser you with the podcast you're on your way to being the regis philbin of, co- of podcasting by the way, I wouldn't mind. I mean, I know that might sound silly to some people, but I'd love to be the Regis Philbin. Uh, but I love Regis Philbin. I mean, I think you already, if you count the hours, you probably already are. That's <laughs> yeah, what I mean. He's He's got the most hours on TV. <laughs> right? I don't think anyone very, is unseated. He was very that excited, like I am. Like, how are you doing, Priscilla? What's going on with you? I see that you're doing fun little videos on your Instagrams. Um, I, I'm. We're just going to catch up, you guys. We'll talk housewives. We'll talk a lot of stuff. But uh, I want to know, I guess, what have these last two years been like for you? <laughs> no, I, I, no, I will say, listen, I started off with a bunch of like Instagram creators that 
really like kind of leaned into Bravo, but I feel like you've really surpassed that or branched out when I see your stuff. It's more, you know, you have like a, the, the mother aspect of it, the, you know, 30 something aspect of it. I mean, was that a, was that on purpose? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, uh, in, in one sense, because my Bravo, uh, content was so unpopular. Um, is that true? (laughs) Is that true? I mean, I I don't know what's, I I don't like, listen, I, I, like sometimes I'll be good. And then sometimes like, I'm like, well, I thought this was funny, but I guess it isn't. And then I'm like, I don't know if I can blame the algorithm or sometimes I'm just not fun. Like, it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard out here for a pimp. Yeah. <laughs> but then when you think too much about it, you're like, oh my God, this is insane. Yeah, you can't. And you actually it caught me after uh bleeding thousands of followers since changing my name. So wait. <laughs> thanks. Like, thanks for inviting me. I needed a win. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did you just change your bonjour bitches blog? Uh about a month ago. And you lost thousands of followers because yeah, you're yeah. like, you know what? I don't want somebody with it's PCAV. I want bonjour. I want something with bitches in the title. I, yeah. I don't want to be associated with a real person. <laughs> yeah. I want, I want to be associated with like a dirty word too. Right. Well, I don't want to be associated with a non-existent blog. So yeah, I changed my name. <laughs> yeah. By the way, just to clear up rumors, was there ever an actual blog for bonjour bitches? Yeah. Yes. There were like six or eight witty, very, in my opinion, funny, but again, wildly unpopular posts. Um, I initially started it as like a writing portfolio because I was like, I'm going to be a entertainment writer of some sort. But but you kind of are now. I mean, I just like to keep sort of keep my finger on the pulse of whatever's going on. Ride the what waves. is wait? Will you let me know what's going on? Oh, let's go. Well, let, let us know what's going on right now. What are the what are the hot what is percolating in your head in terms of possible content ideas? And, and to also go back, you said your Bravo content it, it, you didn't think was strong. What is what is percolating around there? And do you still watch Bravo? Um, I do still watch Bravo. Um, I have kept up with all the Housewives franchises, um, which took me a while to get back on the wagon. And I feel like I stay in the in the universe because I follow so many people that keep up with it. So, like, I don't need to watch week to week to, to be tuned in. <laughs> I know. It's, so. I, we do. I literally do feel like I rewatch an episode if I do go online, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot more action on social media as well. So with like the Bravo liberties themselves, it's fun. So, I mean, but when we started off a couple of years ago, I mean, has your perspective changed? Like I used to be excited if like a, a Bravo lab followed me or, I mean, and, and that's kind of weirdly worn off in a way. Is it like that for you too? And also you now have broadened so far out that, I would imagine you're dealing with like other celebrities and kind of big influencers and stuff. Kind of some cool follows. Um, yeah, I think when I think it does wear off when it's reality players because sometimes like there's an angle. I feel like with a lot of um, accounts, not necessarily me, but like there's they definitely leverage. Exposure. I'd love for you to buy a six pack of Trop Hop if I continue to DM <laughs> you. Yeah. Well, and they're like strategic in who they tell what because they know yeah. who spills. Well, see, that's what. that's. But see, the, you're in it so much deeper than I'm in it. I would say I I, I get to around like thirty percent of my DMs, like, and it it just intensifies in my head at all times. But like, 
I've talked to people that are like truly in it that like, I've talked to somebody that got wasted and admitted that they DM with Lisa Rinna and plot against other people. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like she truly does weird shit like that where she will get, you know, try to win favor with certain accounts and you can always kind of tell guys if you pay attention, but I was like, that's crazy. I've never had anything even close to that. I mean, Amanda Batula was mad at me for like one second, I think. (laughs) And Sheena Shea was mad at me for one second as well. But other than that, there's never like nobody's spilling tea with me. Or if they no. are, I didn't open the DMs. <laughs> you should probably dig. Maybe have some yeah. old tea. I know. Yeah, wait. <laughs> oh my God. Jax is cheating again. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, but like that's what I'm saying. Like, it's are you in tea spilling territory? Are you I'm, getting a lot of rumors? And I got I thought I was for a second when Dorinda told me that she was coming back in a year, which would have been about a year ago. And I <laughs> wait, 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 Dorinda, wait, wait, Dorinda, wait. I need this story. Dorinda slid into your DMs. Well, or I did think you slide I had, into her DMs. I had like you know fangirled something in my stories. Sure. And then she responded, and I was like, Ah, we love you, or something. And she was like, I'm coming back after a year. And I was like, The trust this woman has in me. <laughs> I was like, I will take this to the grave. <laughs> so if any you, you're, rubs- like, you're like, um, I have IBS. I want to tell you something. <laughs> I want to tell you a secret that I have. Yeah. I actually did have another interaction with her. What was it? Was it wait, wait, and by the way, was she drinking? Well, I you ever yeah, because I'm like, that's sometimes depending on when they DM you, I always wonder, like, have they been drinking? Or like, is is it weird? You know, and yeah. especially if they're like loose lipped like that or even making up things that would potentially lead me to think somebody's had a drink. <laughs> well, this one was so a while back when Dorinda's like a uh, crochet sequin pants came out, I like made fun of her and we had like a little um, banter about it. And then it was a banter or was it her going like F you, these are beautiful. No, she re she reposted my meme call- saying that said if pants were 2020 <laughs> and um <laughs> And I guess she was tickled by it. And so just recently we we're at TJ Maxx. Well, not me and Dorinda. I was at TJ Maxx with myself. You know who else <laughs> loves TJ Maxx? Miss Erica Jane. Miss Erica oh. Jane loves a TJ. She was, she got on the Daily Mail. She was in TJ Maxx a couple of times. She's a Maxinista. And oh, she's a, cri- and she's a criminal. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. No. Okay. Should... So she, you said you like her and she reposted you, Dorinda. She reposted my, like dragging her playfully about the pants and then recently um <laughs> recently i was in tj maxx and i found a caftan or muumu if you will um that was partially that crochet pattern and i was like "Ooh, dorinda should i and she was like do it <laughs> and then, wow you guys share tj maxx like buys yeah and she was like she was like i want that and i was like go to your tj maxx and she Damn, no, she she's goes, like, I want you to buy it for me. She goes, give me yours. <laughs> and, I like, and I I responded. I was like, I'll trade you for the oh, whatever the brand was, because those pants are like thousands of dollars and they're actually fabulous. And then she never responded. And I, I would say invite. I'll bring him to you at Bluestone Manor. Right. I, yes. I, TJ Maxx delivers to some people. 
<laughs> I would, yeah, I would have. But from what she, it seemed, she was at the pool with some friends, and I have a feeling there had been some cocktails. She just demanded yeah, I give her my. <laughs> they're friendlier, yeah, because you can then like somebody will respond to you uh, in TJ Maxx when they've been drinking a cup. You're like, yeah, like it's so much fun. Um, <laughs> my a listener once sent me a bottle of Vicky Gunvalson's perfume that was from TJ Maxx. I remember that. Yeah. Oh my God. Which, and, and it was like probably the only bottle ever made. Right. Yeah. It was, it was Vicky, you know? And I was like, <laughs> who's out there? Like, I, I mean, I dig Vicky Gunvalson, but I was never like, who, who's this, what kind of lady is this for? Like, what is this? Right. Who, who's like, I, I love that lady. I'd love to smell like that lady. You know, that's the thing. That's what I want to know is like, how far does the fame really get for these people? Because I remember John Mulaney on SNL was like, if you don't know who I am, I'm really important to a very small group of people. And that's what I feel like Bravo liberties are. They're not A-listers. No. So it like, exists completely aside from that. It's, it's this separate world. And it's like, what is the money actually like? Who are the licensors coming to them being like, people want your smell, Vicky? Like, <laughs> yeah, the world is demanding the Gunvalson smell, a Gunvalson <laughs> signature. Musk. And, you know, if this goes well, we'll branch out into men. We'll branch. I mean, by the way, I feel like truly I'll wear the Vicky Gunvalson perfume as a man. And I think it works for both men and women. Um, okay. It's a unisex yeah, odor. Yeah. I think it's or unisex. Scent. I mean, I have it in my bathroom right next to my Chloe and Lamar unbreakable perfume. Oh my God. Which, oh my God, I forgot about that too. What a horrible title after, I mean, once you truly are broken up, it's like we released unbreakable together, you know? <laughs> and also, who names a perfume unbreakable? Like, what? I don't even know how that would even, you could even get sent from unbreakable. <laughs> it's true. I mean, like, but if somebody, if somebody went to you today as a content creator and said, Hey, we really think we can push a Priscilla scent. We're going to have to use bonjour bitches blog. Cause the it's PCAP thing isn't working out. We don't want to, but as, if we, as I well know, <laughs> what, I mean, where are you at in terms of what would you do and not do for money on your account? Like, cause I noticed I finally got out of like some shadow band hell where I wasn't even allowed to make reels or, you know, cause I didn't even realize all you MFers were getting paid for reels. Some and, people, yeah. Well, I mean, and by the way, when I say pay, it's not that much, you guys, but you get access to this thing where you can make some money. Uh, you know, you can make a couple bucks every month literally on making couple, reels. Yeah. And that's and that's why you see all these people making reels now because they're trying to get content creators to make reels to compete with TikTok. Yeah. TikTok pays as well. Wait, do they? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's open to everyone. And no, it really, I, yeah, I don't yeah, think I have enough. I, I, <laughs> I, I can't, I, I, I go in waves. Like I try to, and then I get not discouraged, but I'm like, oh, this is dumb. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, it's really hard for me to, but you're doing that too. Cause you had one blow up where you were, uh, it, Elizabeth, Holmes? Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> That was very fun. And that was very unexpected. The TikTok, I either get 200 views or 2 million. It's like, I <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I just, there's no, there doesn't seem to be a lot of rhyme or reason, or at least like, I, I don't know. I, I I haven't studied it enough, but sometimes I'll just sit there in bed watching TikToks that I actually sometimes enjoy, but I, I enjoy it too much where I'm like, this is such a time suck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but you actually are somebody. I mean, you have like 58,000 followers. People do know who you are, even without the name change, but it is kind of like a Bravo celebrity in that it's a very specific type of, no, I mean, like, seriously, yeah. like people will, um, you know, people know you, people like a certain select group of people would know me or like, mm-hmm. you know, some friends from my old life will be like, yeah, they see that you follow me. And they're like, oh, you know, you know, the so bad it's good guy. Like, and that like blows me away. It's, I mean, do you like that? Or is it just kind of like, eh? Yeah, no, I think it's fun. It's like, kind of like shows how small the world is, you know, when these sort of paths cross. Um, I, <laughs> To go back to what you were saying, what would I do for money on my page? Yeah. Um, a lot. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, she's not here out of, we're, we actually do want to announce there's an It's PCAB OnlyFans launching tomorrow. Very. <laughs> it's all eye stuff. If, is there, do you think you're, you've got the foot market cornered? Yeah. Do you think there's a market for eye stuff? I have nice eyes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what kind of, I mean, can we, can you guarantee the people that you're not using filters and these are yeah. actually your real eyes? Yeah. Cause I don't think people want to be, I mean, people just seem to be there. We're lied to so much these days. And if you can say these are unedited pictures of my eyes, then I think there's like a real market for that. But other than that, if I find out these are like digital, you know, these are messed with, or I see a different tint to the eye, I would be livid. No, these are all natural. These are totally mine. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just think, I, I have thought about it. Just eye stuff. Just okay. eye stuff. <laughs> um, no, but like, I, I do wonder that of like, you know, as you get more into it and you spend so much time doing this as we, you know, I, I do as well, is that you're like, wow, should, can I, I mean, what are the opportunities to make money off of this? What are like the, you know, cause you're like, I put work into this, like I do a career, you know? Yeah. yeah. And well, there are tons of opportunities. I mean, I just haven't <laughs> tapped into them and I'm a little insecure about it because I don't have a thing. And like, I used to be mostly Bravo and then I'm just sort of like myself, which in some ways is really empowering when things do well and <clears throat> when I grow. But like, I look at people who just have a really strong tone and like consistency in the in what they put out. I think you have a really strong voice. I think like haters over the moon and far away. Oh, like, haters, man. Like I was looking, he bought a house. Yeah, guys, H-A-Y-D-E-R-Z, you know, yeah. he's been on the show before, but he flipping posted a thing. Of, like I bought a house and I yeah. was like, oh my God, like I rent a room, you know, like, what are you talking? <laughs> like I bought a house. The guy, yeah. had, then I went like 347,000 followers and like, you know, just it kind of exploded. Yeah. But at the same time I look at his content, I'm like, I don't think I can do this. Like, I don't think I can make little funny memes, but I still get uncomfortable showing my face on Instagram, you know? Yeah. And like, I just think they have, there, there are certain people that just have such a style that's their signature. And I, yeah. I, I love that. I'm so happy for them and sad for myself. No, but but I see, I disagree <laughs> with you in the sense that I feel like you do have it. I, that's what I was talking about of like, when I do get to see your stuff, I've noticed like, oh, wow, you, I almost thought like you, like, wow, she graduated. She moved past Bravo oh, and she is now on to the open market of life, you know, <laughs> of like finding the humorous things about life or motherhood or things that we can all relate to. And to me, that is such so much, it's so more, so much more powerful because I always think of like, 
as much as I want Bravo to continue forever, I, you know, even especially after this week with the Diana Jenkins, Garcelle, all that stuff, I wonder what is the shelf life for all of this? Do you ever wonder Mm. that? I do. And I, it's tough because they do continually like deliver. Um, but, but it definitely has changed over the years as far as playing it safe versus getting down and dirty and keeping it in the show versus the insane breakage of the fourth wall and spillage into social media where you're not only keeping up with the shows, but with this entire universe. <laughs> like, Well, I mean, like we're hiring four dimensional. <laughs> They would want us to believe like we're, bots are getting hired now. Like what I mean, like are, I, I get scared. Some of my, does Lisa have access to a nuclear weapon? Like what is, I get nervous. Cause we're now, if, if we're like, I thought housewife started as almost like a documentary doc, docu series kind of thing that had a lot of humorous elements. And now I feel like we've moved into survivor and it's like a game and yeah. part of the game is social media. So you watch the show itself and then you have to watch all of them react to the show and fight against each other. Uh, and and I don't know, like, I'm like, what is the, is somebody going to die? Is that where we're headed? I mean, people have. Wait, who? What was Taylor's husband? Well, Russell. Yeah. yeah. Russell. No, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, one of the main ladies. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like if we're hiring bots and we're saying like racist things to Garcelle's 14 year old son, we're, we're obviously we, we don't really have a lot of scruples. No. And well, my, my thing is like these women, like not just women too, but all of these people, like, are we going to be with Craig when he's 60? Like yeah. watching him yeah. like what pillows yes, like, make, make like he, arthritis pillows. I don't know. I'm telling you, he is counting on that. Like I'd say it's, I always talk about it in terms of the bra, the bachelor franchise, because it's like those numb nuts, they all they're all fighting over the same stupid like green tea or like tummy tea sponsorships. And it's like there's only so much tummy tea to go around. There's only yeah. so many three pronged curling irons <laughs> that I can see women selling. And I wonder, I'm like, guys, most of these products like I don't like they're kind of shitty. Like yeah. you guys realize you're not selling real stuff. And even though I make fun of Nick Vile all the time, I'm like, at least he has a podcast. But the rest of you guys, like eventually this, this bubble, this bachelor bubble has to burst yeah. and we're going to have to, it's us, the audience. We're going to have to care for these fuckers the rest of our lives. <laughs> I mean, truly we are yeah. going to have to care for them. They will reach out to us. They will try to get us with a Patreon. They will try to do like a super follow on Twitter, all this stuff. You're right. You're right. I didn't even think about that. We are subsidizing their retirements. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, like you, nobody's going to tell me that like, uh, like Tropop is like amazing. And that's a real, like, I don't, any, well, actually, since we're jumping around everywhere, what do you, do you watch Southern Charm? Um, I have watched Southern Charm. I'm not current. Um, I had better that way. If you want to talk about the other, the other side of social media, I I had a thing with Craig. (laughs) Wait, what do you mean a thing? I talked about this on Bravo and Blaze. Craig and I are like unspoken enemies. Um, oh, he blocked me. Like I, yeah, and I'm I, blocked as well. Yeah. Um, what, what did he block you for? So when COVID happened, I yeah, uh, I, I gave him COVID. <laughs> I when when 
when shit goes down, I'm someone who like needs to do something. I can't like sit there and just worry. Like I have to put my energy into something. And I went into trying to procure PPE and um, get masks from overseas because I used to work in fashion. I have like um, contacts over there and started like encouraging people to and spreading awareness about um, mask making because people were making their own. And it was like, if this got big, it could relieve some of the, you know, people shortage. yeah. Yeah. And so and I admit in front of the world that I went a little nuts, but I hit up Craig from all angles <laughs> because I thought he had access to materials. He had the perfect audience to teach he like makes DIY. Yeah, to teach yeah. DIY stuff too. He could teach a no-so mask. His his audience was perfect. Um <laughs> I, like he could have mobilized a bunch of people. So I hit him up on Facebook. I DM, DM'd his dad. I DM'd the cast. You DM'd his dad? Yeah. Well, I was Mr. just Mr. Like, Conover, hey. it's imperative I contact your son. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, hey, like, I think this would be great for, you know, Craig to do. And I just, I, it, it got like, and so he would go on lives, as we all remember, and like party. Oh, yeah, with just, Austin. Like, yeah. Be, yeah. So, and so, yeah, I was like shouting at, shouting him out on social media, like, let's, can you do this? Can you do this? And um, got on his live one night and a, a couple of us got in and they were like, make masks, make masks. And he like shut it down and I burst into tears. <laughs> wait, wait, because wait, wait. Did you, wait, were you on his live? Like he accepted commenting. you? And you no, no, no. Okay. Commenting. We were like, okay. I was like, you, you burst masks? into tears in real life or did he watch you burst into tears? No, he facilitated it unknowingly. And to be fair, I was really, really stressed. I was living with like a, an 18 month old in a shoebox apartment and my husband in Manhattan, like we were in a car, like you couldn't really yeah. go outside at the time. It was a crazy time. And I was overstressed and undertired and or underslept Over and like <laughs> <laughs> whatever I was stressed and, yeah, we, and I just thought he could do some good and like get one over on Shep and be like oh what did you do during the pandemic I made masks for people you know like wait how would did he be, shut it down was he like that's a stupid fucking idea like, get out of my get out of my life we looked into it we can't it's not that easy you can't just make PPE <laughs> and it's like but you can first of all and it was just like fine you know like my you're mom not gonna do anything my mom started like doing the making masks thing, I remember. Which was, like, awesome but she made it like burlap sacks <laughs> like this thing truly would suffocate you if you would like kept it on over like i mean we're talking thick material and she would just she would give them like i mean it was so sweet because you give everybody masks but they were just so heavy like it just the material like I guess like nothing's literally going to come through here. Not well, COVID, I was going to say not they're probably air, very not, effective. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, a lot of people died wearing them. Not COVID, just like uh, strangulation. Just... Yeah. Um, that's great. So when you oh. cry because of Craig, do you put a crying emoji? Uh, so he no, knows. No, I crying? got off the live. I I just got off the live and was like, "Fuck this," <laughs> and Wait, like I gave up and left him alone. Did he ever block you? I believe he blocked me and I, I'm not sure if sewing down South did. Um, and then a couple days wait, later, wait, why did, wait, why would, well, I, I hit South them up block? too. 
but they it got to a point where they blocked you? I'm not sure. I don't remember. Maybe I blocked yeah. them and I just want to see. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I mean, this was years ago. But um, a couple days after the live, Shep posted a pillow that said bonjour bitches. And I thought it was really weird. <laughs> and it was, again, I was stressed <laughs> enough to be like, is this about me? <laughs> Shep's giving me a sign. But the my uh, Bravo conspiracies are so much better than like QAnon conspiracies to me. I'm like, that's the kind of stuff I'd rather put my time and energy into believing is that Shep made a pillow to signal you. Well, I know he didn't make it. I think he, he, he found a picture of it or someone sent him a picture. Oh, cause I think it had a pic a dog on it. That was like his dog. And it was like your move yeah. Craig or something. And I was like, this is close enough to home that like, it feels really weird. And like, I felt very uncomfortable and I just like forgot the whole thing, like just moved on from the whole thing. Has there ever been like, what is the most, ex I mean, it might've been during it, but what is the most exciting interaction with anybody that you've had on your platform thus far? Like something of like, oh my God. I mean, you might feel like a geek a day later, but like in the moment you're like, I'm doing something. I'm, I'm, I made it, you know? So I have... Uh, a merch shop. It's called Feminist Cringe. And I sell like... Which, by the way, you can find that on her... Uh, I'm going to put all the Instagram information on there, but you, uh, in her bio, you can click that if you want to go shop there, which I recommend. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, and one day... I noticed that Catherine Heigl followed me and I was like, well, that's Whoa. really cool. Yeah. She follows some of my friends. She must've seen my stuff through there. And then like the next day or maybe a week later, I thought I was getting botted. Like I was like just blowing up with followers. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to start this whole thing over. Like, I don't know what's going on. And she had given me the sweetest shout out on her feed to the store. It was incredible. I got like 5,000 followers and she, um, I was like, once I, I hadn't even launched the shop yet. And once I did, I was like, I really would like, just love to thank you. Like, let me send you something. And she bought five sweatshirts herself. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, and then I tried to get her to make masks and <laughs> she blocked me. <laughs> wait, wait, does Catherine Heigl still follow you? Yeah. See, in my head, I all, I would not even... I would just be thinking about the day she's going to unfollow me. Oh yeah. Like That's anytime she I pops up as a like, I'm like, oh my God, she's still here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I, well, Zoe Dashanel follows me and like, <sighs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, this has to be a mistake. But I was like, don't say anything. Don't do it. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to. Don't touch anything. DM or like, I'm just like, just let, uh, let her, I don't want to. And then she's like started liking posts and it's weird. Like for a second, I was like, it was me and Bravo TV she followed. And then recently she followed Christian Gray Snow. And I was like, okay. And I was like, fine. That's, oh, that's okay. As long as it's just the three of us. But no, I, I've never said anything to her. I've never like, I, but I will say this is how I'm like, should I go listen to a bunch of she and him records that she does just so yes, I can be anyway. Well, yeah, but I was just like, I need to be prepared to have an interaction with Zoe Dashino. And even say something podcast. awesome. Yeah, but yeah. I'll just say something of like, in your third album, I just thought it was a really emotional time when you did that one <laughs> song during the holidays. Like, I want to know, I want her to know that I appreciate her as well. And this is why famous people should never follow me because it's just, it puts me too in my head. Oh, why? Because they might get like some really sweet, like nod from you and not like no, a, a no, stalker no, because, thing. 
No, because I think they'll eventually realize what I realize. Like I'm a loser and they oh. will realize it. And then that's, I mean, that's the fear is that everybody that follows me will one day unfollow me. And that's so like, no matter how big we get, I always think of it as the glass half empty. Oh yeah. I mean, that's just, we're tortured souls. Yeah. No, I'm sure <laughs> people that, don't realize hey, how most, tortured most we are. Instagram creators are, we're, 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 we are the new artists, but we're just yeah. on, on a digital platform. Um, to go back to Beverly Hills, what is your take? And this is a little more serious, but like I had said with the Garcelle and all that stuff, what is your personal take? Cause I was just talking about this in depth on the show yesterday and you know, how do you feel about it? And, and what, what was your process of even learning about this? I mean, I learned about it on social media. I think um, Dame Golly tagged me. Uh, she made a statement about it and and covered it really well. And I I didn't even realize it seems so out of left field. It's such the most random attack. Like why, why Jax? Why now? Why this way? And, and Jax wasn't that even that active on his own Instagram. Right. And to send everybody that way was was very weird. And and by the way, I'm saying we do not have proof that it was Diana Jenkins, but it was a Diana Jenkins fan. At least we know that because Diana's name was brought up in a lot of these bot comments. Yeah. And the, it's really, really weird. I think it's very strange when people go after the kids. I remember Portia recently was trolled. Yeah, what was that for? I was trying to remember because I was reading Lisa Rinna's thing and I was like, what? I remember that, but what was it for? I don't know. I don't know, but it was, it's just disgusting. And like, like, what are people thinking? I, these like. are, these are children. They are 14. They have just even been given the autonomy to run an account. Like, I you mean, have to be 13. Well, I mean, like, would you ever go to a Target and just look like, find a 11 year old and go, hey, stupid. You're a dork, you know, like, would you ever, you wouldn't do that in real life. Somehow when we get behind this keyboard, like even with me, yeah. I can be snarkier in a meme or I can be that, or where in real life, I'm usually really sensitive about things. Yeah. And I, I, I have never been compelled to just go on someone's page anyway, and just randomly say something negative. And even if I disagree exactly. yeah. or whatever. So I, I would love to meet a few trolls. I was back in my blogging days. <laughs> I, <laughs> Bonjour bitches blog. You guys check it out. Defunct. Defunct. <laughs> um, um, I tried to like reach out to people. I'm like, Hey, if you troll people, I want to talk to you. Like, and I know some people do it to be funny. Some people do it. Some people have like burner accounts that they use on their yeah. friends or like what, you know, I don't know. I've also had some like scary experiences on this platform that like it, it's real threats happen, real shit. Well, tell happens. me, tell me what you mean. What What are you talking about? Um, so, <laughs> um, there is a, like a parenting group of like accounts. There's several of them, and not like you said earlier, I kind of is it, is it like a different... mafia, like a par parenting mafia? No, just like creators who support each other. Oh, and okay, like okay, we kind of came up in the same class, you know, the same, the same way you talked about earlier. And is one of the, dad creators are very hit or miss. They're either super wonderful and understanding and feminists, or they're like 
misogynists who think they're funny and like peaked in high school and (laughs) there was a falling out (laughs) because (laughs) there was a very misogynistic meme that I felt was directed at like my friends and so I memed it back like (laughs) okay well now this is what I love what was the meme and what was the meme back like what was this meme I mean like this is wild when you're this is like east coast west coast rappers like firing off rap lyrics (laughs) You know, but they're, yeah, they're parents. They're meme wars. And it's the moms versus the dads. And I don't know, someone posted either um, to their stories or a meme about like how they don't like it when um, creators drag their husbands or like troll their own husbands for content. So I put up a meme that, meme that was just like, fuck you. It was like, I'll, you know, I'll. <laughs> Very uh, clever. I like that. Yeah, no, it was, uh, like I said, I was trying to be a writer. Um, And so, uh, you know, it was, it was definitely like, um, not direct, but it was obvious. But um, so a little war broke out and um, (laughs) behind the scenes and months later, I'm telling you the dust had settled months later, eight of us got potatoes in the mail with mean girl quotes on them. You know what? Somebody, this was, but like, I do know there's a company that like somebody Mm -hmm. sent me a potato that said so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. And I was like, Oh, cool. A potato (laughs) with the podcast name on it. I was like, psych. I was like, it's so cool. Um, But they say you sent potatoes to a bunch of you guys. And so eight of you guys bonded together, like the kids from it. Well, we did, but it was chaos because um, um, several people don't use their full names. Um, no one's addresses. I mean, it's easy. This, it wasn't creepy that they found our addresses ultimately because it, you can find whatever you want anytime. It's not that hard, Yeah. but they paid like with a visa gift card. So it couldn't be traced. They put someone else's <laughs> name on it. They used like several different names. So at one point that we all thought it was each other and we just like <laughs> tearing apart this parenting. <laughs> and ultimately it was like a couple hundred dollars that they spent to like do this. And it was, look, it was creepy. Um, and it was an invasion of privacy for sure. And like I, I, what I'm telling you, it was so much longer after this whole thing had died down. It was like, that's why it was creepy. Weird that, yeah, you're still holding on to this and to the point where you're, and like yeah, they, when they ordered. Mean girl quotes, are you sure that it was to do with that? Or yes, just, because of who they were sent to, like the group okay. of people made sense and they are calling us mean girls. And mine said, she doesn't even go here, which I was like, well, I'm not really a mom account. <laughs> but that's, oh, oh, wow. That's you really know? deep. But also that you could have like, that's like one of the best quotes for Mean Girls. So oh, yeah, like I like my got quote, a good quote. Yeah, yeah, I got a good one. But like, also, they took steps like to hide their um, IP address. And like, just weird. Wait, you shit. can like hide your IP address and stuff. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know. This is like, I don't know any of this shit. Like, this is wild. Like, there's like, full-on hackers there that are like meme accounts doing all of this stuff. Oh yeah. Um, There's scary shit out there. 
was there anybody that didn't get a potato that felt bad? Like, why didn't I get a potato? Like, probably, probably. We're like, oh, I got one too. And they're like, didn't get a potato. Like, you're like, send me a picture of your potato. (laughs) I can't. My phone's broken. It's not, I can't take it right now. Take a hike. (laughs) (laughs) You're out. You're not picked on by this guy. Um, See, that's cool. So, have you had any direct trolls just for you, though? Um, yeah, I mean, anytime you talk about something mm, barely political or, um, I know it doesn't have know, to be much current events. Yeah. You get in trouble with whoever. And then if you, but sometimes if you don't talk about it, you get people being like, why aren't you bringing this up? Yeah. Oh my There's gosh. No that's, winning. There really isn't. And it's like, cause you're trying to deal with your own feelings on it mm-hmm. that you don't, I really don't even think about representing a larger group because I'm trying to deal with how I feel about it. And sometimes my first reaction to anything is kind of anger, you know, or or like, this is stupid. And I have to remember to try to not be reactionary. And, and Meditza always will try to remind me of like, don't get reactionary. Cause you know, like all somebody, I think I said that like Saturday, I, I, I did a daily mail article headline of Benefer's wedding and they put plantation house in quotes. And then in the same headline, they said chowing down on pork chops. And it was the weirdest mishmash of a headline. Mm-hmm. And it was so manipulative daily mail to put plantation in there, the plantation yeah. house, mm-hmm. because Ben Affleck's house was built in 2001. It was a plantation style house. Style, yeah. And so I was more making fun of the daily mail's headline. And it's like a you know, like the, well, yeah, it's like you know that thing where you'll like do that, you'll get that off your chest, and then you go live your life, and then you look down at your phone and you see people arguing, not not at you, but with right. each other. Yeah, and you're like, that's no, 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 this is not what this is. And then they started coming for me, and then the one lady, because I was just like, hey, please unfollow me if you. And then that lady was like, got in my DMs, it was like, how dare you not stand up for me? And I was like, well, I don't even know you, like yeah. I don't. And that it made me so sad because I was like, can't we all agree that the Daily Mail's stupid? You know, <laughs> at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. When I feel like people probably spe- specific to you, like think they know you really well because you share so much and you your voice and you're talking about yourself a lot. So people probably really feel a deeper connection to you than say a memer. You think so? Because I see, I was thinking about this the other, I was even thinking about it in terms of you is that I would feel like people would think that they're super close to you because you open it up to uh, motherhood and things like that, where it's like, I, I, on the podcast, I'll open up a lot, but on my meet, like, sometimes I feel like, man, are you just going to do this snarky shit for the rest? Like, are you actually giving people anything of value, any information yes. at all, you know? Yes. Well, information, I don't know. Entertainment, yes. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's other accounts that'll break down information and all that stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, thank God you're doing it yeah. because I would not have the patience or the attention span for it. I don't know how Kiki is not like uh, next to, with an IV of exhaustion because she well, there's another it one. All. There's another one that took completely rebranded from when I remember Kiki, she was doing like kind of snarky Bravo memes and mm-hmm. she really made a point of switching everything and being a news source. And, you know, especially during the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, she blew Ooh, up. She blew up. Yeah. But now, I mean, I, I, I talked to her, a couple, I, I was at that Schwartz and Sandy's party with her and we were, we were talking about that of just like, that is so much pressure though, because you always have to be on top yeah. of it or, you know, you're getting alerts and you're like, I got to make something really quick. 
Mm-hmm. Luckily, she doesn't have to put a humorous angle on it anymore. She has yeah. to report information, which is also really hard, but at least you're not trying to do that puzzle of what you find funny. Yeah. But she was always um, uh, like really interesting. I remember when she was just starting out and she was the one who found, realized that Southern Char- Bravo had pulled some Southern charm. Oh, scenes. Scenes yeah. or episodes because they, um, had uh, had slavery um, yeah. references in them. And I was like, this girl's important. She's finding stuff. Yeah, she's finding stuff. You know, she's true. finding stuff. I mean, it no, was true. really, it was really cool. It was like so well done. And I was like, she's going to get a show. So Kiki, if you're listening, no, aside I mean, from all your hard work, I manifested this. Yeah, by the way, and I will, <laughs> I will sue you for my piece as well. That's right. I get 75%. Yeah. No, I also, because I, the first time I talked around the podcast, I said, you, and this was just purely coming from a commercial, uh, you know, used to, used to audition for commercials a lot. I was like, you're made for TV and a, you have such a great look. I mean, you just mm-hmm. remember her look mm-hmm. so much. And that's even oh, aside from any of the talent is that it's like, oh, that's so easily marketable. And, but if you talk to Kiki, you guys, I know she struggles, busts her ass, all of this stuff, has doubts, all the stuff that we all do. Um, Even when it's going good, it's never going as good as you want. There's no, there's no safety here. Like you're saying, Mm -hmm. like, I don't ever go to bed at night feeling like I've earned a week off. Like it's always the next morning seeing who's angry, seeing what you didn't do. I mean, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It really is weird. We're like comedians in that we're like the, you know, dark behind the laughs, yeah, but, yeah. More, but more pathetic. Yeah, because we don't, yeah, because we, we won't really stand don't up and just, <laughs> we don't, we, you know, we'd rather just hide behind our phones than going out in the real world. And um, then I'm like, I make memes. Why aren't opportunities coming to me? <laughs> <laughs> where's, where's, where's the Lauren, where's the Lauren Michaels of like s- discovering people online you know like- folks summer is just around the corner so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees now I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune and luckily I found quince now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year I got a pair of tan shorts I got a pair of green shorts I cannot wait to style these for summer And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You guys, now is the uh, part of the show that I love the most. It's when we get to talk about our sponsors. We have two returning sponsors this week. Our first, of course, is our friends over at BetterHelp. Um, I talk about mental health all of the time and all of the things that I need to do to be able to be a functioning human being. And uh, they always use in, in the copy for this, they always say, you know, hey, how we care for our minds affects how we experience life. So it is important to invest time and care into keeping your mind healthy. Um, listen, we take care of our cars. We'll even take care of our bodies more than we will take care of our minds. But we need to treat our minds in a way better way. And that is where better help comes in. Also, just to speak a moment about this too, is that Maditza, uh, who I work with, we were just talking about this on the, the Patreon. And we talk about this, I mean, you know, is that she is actually uh, doing therapy for the first time. And already seems like she's getting so much out of it. And it's just that first step of actually doing it is the hardest part of actually signing up for something like this. You know, the talking itself is usually surprisingly easy. I don't, I feel like people get so scared of something that they don't know much about. But I do know that living in silence or living in your head uh, and not doing something about it has, you know, Whenever I've chosen to do that, I've always suffered uh, for it. But actually making just one simple step just to see if this, something like this is right for you can really do so much for not just your mind, but your overall health. Um, so there are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, like learning a new language or taking power naps. There's also BetterHelp Online Therapy. BetterHelp Online Therapy, it's it offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. I prefer to actually do that, but I understand how some people don't, but I always like to to see the person I'm talking about, and I will tell you this, though. This is <laughs> I used to have a therapist. Uh, this is years and years ago before BetterHelp, and I would—the experience was—you know, she was great, but the experience was always leaving work— Going there, you know, I would try to like do it around my lunch break, you know, rush over there, like stressed out, talk to her for like 50 minutes, rush back to work, stressed out, not really being able to kind of even sit with what had just happened or what she was talking about. But I do remember also just weird little things like I remember she had like a lazy eye. I thought she had a lazy eye, but she would always like look at this spot behind me and she wouldn't look directly at me. And that always weirded me out. That has really nothing to do with <laughs> better health. And I'm saying if you don't want to see somebody, you don't have to. I, I would have preferred her not to look directly behind me. But the great thing with better help is that you uh, you can do it over video or phone and live chat. These are all amazing options. The whole point is we're trying to make it easy for you to do something about your mental health. And I think that is just so, uh, so awesome. And it is much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Um, it's one of those things 
you know, just don't ever give up on yourself or the way you think or your mental health. Make sure you put the time and energy and effort in, even if you don't feel it, you know, like it's like pushing yourself to work out, but do this for your mind. And remember, all you do is go and check it out for yourself. And if it doesn't work for you, remember that you don't have to do it. It's really that simple. But I think you're always going to be happy that you did something. So our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash so bad. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash so bad. All right. And then this is our second time. This sponsor is has been with us. And these are our good friends over at ZocDoc. Uh, ZocDoc, you guys, is actually so cool. It also has one of the coolest names. <laughs> I just love saying ZocDoc, but it's actually an app, and it's really cool because it makes it easy to find quality doctors in your network and in your neighborhood. Uh, you know, it's kind of like the Yelp or <laughs> something like that of of finding the right doctors. Um, so, you know, before you book any brunch, you pour over lists and lists of reviews. So why not do the same when you're booking a doctor's appointment? With ZocDoc, you can see real, verified patient reviews to help find the right doctor in your network and in your neighborhood. After all, finding the right doctor is just as, if not more, important than finding the right plate of eggs benedict. Uh, If your doctor can uh, recite every line from the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off but can't remember your own name, it's time to get a new doctor with ZocDoc. Actually, I would love if my doctor could repeat every line from Ferris Bueller's Day off. That sounds amazing. So I want to tell you how easy this is. You can just get on your phone right now, go to the App Store, and you can download a free ZocDoc app. And it shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, takes your insurance, and are available when you need them. Um, On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun, whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix an achy back, get that mole checked out, or anything else, ZocDoc has you covered. My God, that that is in the copy, but I believe like each one of those things I actually need. <laughs> ZocDoc's mobile app is as easy as ordering a ride to the restaurant or getting delivery to your house. Search, find, and book doctors within a few taps. And you can find and review local doctors. So when you walk into that doctor's office, you're all set to see someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that is right for you, and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc, and I'm one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a quality doctor. So go to ZocDoc.com slash so bad and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash so bad. ZocDoc.com slash so bad. And you guys, this was the coolest. When they um when they advertised with me last time, somebody tweeted at me that they used it and it was great. And I, I was like, oh, that's so cool. People actually are using the stuff that I, I mean, it really does help the show and stuff. But when it's something that actually is cool, I have it on my phone. Um, I should take a pic. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, I think it's great. So really tr- check it out. I think it is something really, really worthwhile. It's kind of a genius, brilliant idea. Like, or what would that even, what would the it's SNL gonna, it's gonna happen. be? Yeah. It's going to um, happen for somebody. But to go back to the Beverly Hills thing, though, oh, in, yeah. <laughs> you're like, no, no. And this, I love going everywhere. What is the what What are your thoughts about something like this? And, and 
you know, what are your opinions this season in terms of like the Diana, the Rinna, the Erica, you know, where, where do you stand on all of those guys? I find Erica to be so unentertaining. I think she is trying so hard to steal every conversation or spotlight or moment and make it a moment or a conflict for herself. Um, and it, it usually comes off as nonsensical. Like they'll be talking about dinner and she'll be like, well, you weren't talking about steak when I was going through my divorce or some shit, like yeah, just some like, random, or like, like, yeah, or like, what is this? You know how much dick I got? <laughs> I got so much dick. Like she'll just bring it. Like it makes no rhyme or reason. And so she's like, she's such an unsympathetic, unreliable narrator that you exactly. can never go in. You just, you're like, it, it reminds me of like a drunk aunt in a corner now. Yes. And then holding court, like with all her assistants and her creative director for what I don't know. And it's just like, it's just bizarre. I think it's, I think the Erica story is, is the most bizarre we've seen on, on Bravo perhaps. Yeah. But do you think, ever think that we're not even, we're not even seeing the tip of the iceberg in terms of that actual story. Oh, absolutely I always not. sit there and go like, we're seeing this. Imagine the real story behind yeah. it. Like, I mean, you were talking about her assistants, like the Mikey and the Leia and all these people like, you know, you guys, we all have like kind of real jobs and all that stuff. Remember, like you would even if you liked your job, there would be things that you hated about your job and you would go home and you would either bitch to the mirror or bitch to your loved one or whatever. Like I want that Leia girl that might I want to see them crumble when they get home of like, I just can't do it. I'm not even getting paid anymore. You know, <laughs> I would read Mikey's book if it was a tell-all. If he had a falling out with Erica Jane, I, I mean, that's book, I would read it. See, but that's the stuff I would like. Wouldn't it be so gripping to have a scene where Mikey and Erica do fight? Absolutely, anything to humanize. I mean, the whole yes, thing is so humanize. She's yeah, not. The, there's no human there anymore. You know, no, and there really never, never was. was. And and. It's not working more than ever. <laughs> yeah, well, but you really do see, you know, like she was like, I'm stealing and determined. And like, <laughs> those are all good qualities, but like you're using them on the wrong things. Like, yeah. you're, you know, you know, it's all right to say like things were done wrong here, even if yeah. you didn't know about them. Like, and everybody always like all her stands will always be like, she can't show sympathy because that can be used against her in the court of law. And I'm like, that's bullshit because that's first off, just not true. But secondly, she has no problem even bringing up this season of like, well, a lot of them were lying. They're lying. Oh, so yeah. She, how, you, you can go the opposite go, way. Yes. Like I'm like saying, if you, you can't do that, but then not do this, it, it makes no sense. And at the end of the day, I think it's just, she just doesn't care at all. Yeah. And, and showing off her like Cartier ring that's worth like 200 grand and like the earrings that she won't return. And like, it's just this obstinance to comply or like uh, have any shred of compassion. I, like I would be a mess. I would be so sorry. Even if it wasn't, even if she yes. had nothing to do with it, I cannot yes. believe I was tangentially connected man, to this. Like, yeah. Like, 
oh my God, take it. And I'm going to be stealing and determined to like rebuild my life and help these people. Yes. Like, and, like, I'm not even that good of a person. Like, I just think that like the well, human don't you think, nature like, that is, way, it would just, it would haunt me for the rest just, of my yeah. life. And like, do you imagine like how much play she would get out of saying like, yo, I chose to go down a path and I did love Tom, but I also loved being taken care of. I yeah. grew up a poor person. Uh, I grew up and like, I had to work at shakers. My dream was to be a performer. And I got finally to be able to do that because of the things that Tom had done for me. Yeah. And it ended up biting me in the ass, you guys. And I yeah. still love performing. I still love all of that. And maybe I went about it in the wrong way, looking out on the other side, seeing that now he had taken from all of these people to make some of my dreams happen. Like yeah. if she had just be, I mean, I feel like everybody would kind of be like, that makes sense. I, yeah. I hope you're okay. Exactly. And I, I would believe her if she said, you know, I just, I didn't ask questions. I signed whatever. I just, you know, it, cause it would, it would make, it would make sense. Do you follow her on Instagram? No. Do you follow Rinna? Should I? No. Yeah. You follow Rinna? You're just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. by the way, you're like, give me some Rinna Rip, Rinna Rip kids, please. <laughs> I, I do follow you. I do. It's because real moms of Bravo will sometimes post Rinna lip kits that Lisa sent them. And I'm like, oh man, that means you've had to have conversations. And then even if you hate the product, you have to say you love it and it makes your <laughs> lips look amazing. I think you, know? you should get a lip kit. Oh, I mean, I've definitely given her a lot of publicity. One of my favorite, I remember back in the day, there was a meme where it was just, I was the spokesman for Rena Beauty and it was just my headshot, but then my lips were like completely jacked up <laughs> like two pillows, you know? Um, what is in, how, how do you, how do you go about your creative process? And I don't mean this in a silly way, like seriously, like, do you have uh, a list of ideas that you're constantly working on? Do you have ideas for the future? How do you go about, cause I know people might laugh at home about me saying this, but I do believe there is art artistic value in this stuff, you know, or even just working out ideas and jokes and thoughts and what makes this world go around. What is your process? Yeah, um, I definitely do. The one thing I will say that the two benefits I think of going down this path have been, I'm more like alert to everything because I'm just aware of wanting to make content all the time. So I'm kind of like just a little more paying attention um, in general. And I, I have a lot of fun with that and I've found a great community, like met awesome people and it feels good to, it's not just like this mindless scrolling. It's like you have found a support system and people that enjoy what you have to say. And I think that's really empowering. And I'm, uh, yeah, I'm always writing down something, um, trying out something. Like what um, went through your head today? Like what, what, what did you see today that inspired you? Or you're like, I need to explore that idea a little bit more. Oh, I wrote something down. Oh, well, I, I wanted to highlight and I, it still hasn't come out yet that like, there's this huge story about like the whistleblower at Twitter. Yeah. That said that uh, basically our information is not safe at all. <laughs> No, not at all. And like, it's like a national security threat or some shit. And I go on Twitter and no one is talking about it. It's yeah, just no, business as usual. It is so bizarre. And so I was trying to think of something about that. Um, oh, the Jeff Goldblum. Have you seen his Prada? No. Ad? Oh my God. I think you'll really like it. Um, 
Hi, I'm, I'm Jeff it. Goldblum. What's going on? It, no, it's just essence is what I will call it. I'm going to send it to you right now. And you're, wait, are you going to do something off the Jeff Goldblum? I want to so badly. And I, you know how you have to um, like format everything for real so that it fits or you can't like, I, I did, I did a like act natural. Your crush is coming uh, <laughs> to this thing. And it just like <laughs> didn't work. So I, I don't know. It's just like, that's look up. If you're listening to this, look up <laughs> Jeff Goldblum Prada ad, Prada ad. It just lit up my day. Oh, wow. He's in like a black <laughs> moo moo. Like a, when, he's really just, Inching towards the screen, the outfits amazing. This is exact. By the way, this is exactly who Jeff Goldblum is. I I I said this a long time ago in the pod, but when like one of my first jobs was like a stand-in, and I was standing in for Timothy Oliphant on this independent film, and I was already nervous because like I was this I was the same height as Timothy Oliphant, but like you know you don't have to look exactly like Timothy Oliphant, but Jeff Goldblum. uh, I was like some movie. I'll look, uh, it's an independent film. I'll, I'll, I'll look cool. it up after this, yeah, yeah. but I went and Jeff Goldblum was one of the actors. And the first day he comes up and he's like shaking people's hands and stuff like that. And like, what's your name? Da, da, da. And he would do this thing where he'd be like, what's your name? I'd be Ryan. He goes, Ryan, 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 Ryan. He's taking it. He's taking it. And by the way, every day he'd be like, Ryan, like he would, he would really, and the other, but he was such a actor and I've studied theater, but he was in between scenes. He had a copy of Spoon River Anthology, which is a play a lot of college students have to do and work. And he would be sitting there doing like mask work, like, uh, like, uh, like to himself. And he would be like, uh, you know, trying to memorize like a monologue out of Spoon River Anthology. And I remember going, my God. And the other cool thing was that when he introduced himself, he goes, oh, hey, and this is um, this is Haley. I teach uh, he, I, I teach an acting class and I like to teach take one of my students to acting class to, to set each day to show them the experience. And I'm like. That's amazing. And I was like this girl, Haley. And then the next day it was this other girl. And the next day it was this other girl. And they were all beautiful women. Like Mm -hmm. he never brought, there was never a guy brought to say, and I'm not saying he was like creepy with the women, but I'm saying it was just funny that they were all beautiful women. It was never like, Hey, I'm Randy. I'm Jeff's uh, student, (laughs) you know? Um, Okay. So where, also, uh, do you have a little bit more time or do you got to rush? Yeah, I'm, okay. like I said, I'm chronically available. Um, you were speaking about feminism and your shop, femi- uh, Feminist Cringe. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. I know this is a big question. I know this is potentially silly that you might laugh at, but where, what is the state of, uh, you know, what is improved for women? And I guess maybe we could even use Bravo as a backdrop. And where are we still so far from any kind of progress for women? I mean, you could use Bravo as a backdrop, but like, have you seen improvements at all in the last couple of years or are things still very bleak? Um, I think the improvements could be that conversations are happening more. <laughs> We're not, yeah. uh, people are speaking up, more stories are being told, um, more groups are being brought to the forefront. I think a lot of work needs to be done within feminism itself um, to make sure that we're 
bringing attention to those marginalized groups and not just fighting for equal pay. Um, and, you know, making sure privileged women stay and become more protect, stay privileged and become more, <laughs> even more so. Um, I think the wheels of change are always slow. And I think, although we have had a huge setback recently, um, the good news yeah. is that no one is taking it lying down and uh, uh, legislators are starting to regret the things that they've voted for. Yeah. I watched this clip the other day of this dude was like, yo, I wouldn't have voted on this. I, I had, had I known the science. Yeah. This poor 19 year old girl had uh, like, there was no way that this baby could be saved. And she had to, you know, it was going to risk. It really did risk her health. There was like a 50% chance she would lose her entire uterus. There was like a, all of this. It was really intense. And he was like, yo, I've stayed up every night worrying about this girl. And I just didn't think everything through like this. Yeah. And I, I think thinking things through and doing due diligence is something that's missing from uh, when legislation and say medicine overlap. Um, I think that has become extremely clear. Um, and the only, I don't even know if it's a silver lining of the whole overturn or the, the whole is that we're not back to the coat hanger days um, at home abortions are safer than ever, more accessible than ever. Um, we just have to make sure that the information gets out there. Um, yeah. So. And how do you, I mean, that's the other scary thing is that I always think like, how do you, then how do you make somebody pay attention to the information? That's always right. like, even, you know, when it comes to even Bravo, which is as silly as that sounds, you know, it's like, I'll try to be like, okay, what's a joke that I can hook people with if I do have something to say? Like, what's mm -hmm. a joke? Like, how's a way to actually take anything important where people will actually pay attention to it? And that's the weird thing. But, you know, you were saying like people just react now instead of doing due diligence. And I noticed that, especially, you know, in within this Bravo community is that we react immediately. Oh, and yeah. like oh, almost, you know, sometimes it's fun. And then sometimes it's like, you know, I mean, we've already, and I'm, I'm not a fan of Diana Jenkins, but we've already signed her death warrant. Like she's already, you know, it's like, you're done. You're done. Mm -hmm. we, you know, like we don't know if she hired these bots for Garcelle's son. We don't know. And I'm not sticking up for Diana Jenkins. I really think, oh, by the way, did you see that TikTok of the person saying next door to Diana Jenkins house in Hawaii? No. Oh my God. So. There, I, I don't. Is it in your you know, stories or anything? No, no. Somebody had sent me it on TikTok, and you okay? It's um. Let me find it. Um. Uh, okay, it's Michelle. Can you hear me? Yeah. Wait, sorry, my. Okay, Michelle Newton is the account. I'm gonna send you the the link and she has like a bunch of stories from the last day where i guess she has the house in maui right next to diana jenkins but didn't know it was diana jenkins house i don't know if she's renting this house or whatever and she's there for her birthday and then i guess it's diana jenkins birthday yesterday and they have a and 
she was told at this house she could have no music, but then next door, it's supposed to be like a quiet area. They hired a full band for Diana Jenkins' birthday party that had seven people at the party. So you'll hear what almost seems like Asher singing. It is him. And, yeah, she I says mean, it is him, I think. Uh, it, it was it, And she was just saying how crazy this is. But just so you know, guys, Diana isn't... Um, you know, Diana isn't freaked out. She was celebrating. <laughs> like, you yeah, know, Diana's, she's fine. I mean, at the end of the day, Diana doesn't truly care what any of us think. So we can rage all we want. But I mean, the important thing would be to actually find out, you know, try to trace this IP or these bots or do, you know, well, you know, maybe Diana will send us all potatoes in the mail. <laughs> maybe it was her this whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's, she can be tough to watch. <laughs> but See, but I'm watching it in this meta way where like she is tough to watch and that's why I like to watch her because it's mm. like, it's, it's, it's hysterical. Like I, and she really thinks she's doing something. So yeah. she'd be like, I don't know what you guys are doing. And then she'll be <laughs> like, she thinks she's the lead of the scene. And I'm like, this yeah. it's like Peter Madrigal from Vanderpump Rules. Like I, I saw one time that he thought he was a lead in the show. He doesn't oh. watch the show, but he thought he was a lead. And I always, that sticks in my head all the time of like, Oh, Peter. Oh, Bless Peter, please. Um, wait, did you, uh, are you still a Vanderpump Rules fan? Ish. Yeah. I mean, Ish. yeah. I, wait, what's I'm your favorite show see... on Bravo? Um, I think historically Roni, um, Potomac always delivers. I mean, Potomac uh, truly does always deliver, but remember that's still a new, this will be like the seventh season this season. Six or seven. Yeah. Six or seven. Yeah. I mean, which is still relatively new compared to the other franchises, but the last three seasons, especially they've killed it. Like, I mean, yeah, talk yeah. about, that's why you got to give these shows time to build, you know, like Dubai can't even come out of the gate. Like you're like, I don't, I'm even like, I don't watch Dubai, but you can't cancel it. You got to give it time yeah. to grow. Yeah. That's why DC it's like, wish we could revisit. Or maybe oh, not revision, I thought you meant DC, the comic books. I was like, <laughs> Superman and Batman? I was like, yeah, you're right. Marvel's crazy. Yeah, like, you're right. Marvel's up there. We need to revisit. We don't we give up on DC. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine if they did realize why it's a DC now? And then to bring uh, in, like, insurrection uh, and, like, how people felt about it and stuff? Because right? you know there would be people that had been there on January 6th. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't think any any fran one season is fair for any franchise, no matter how abysmal the first one is. <laughs> I mean, do you feel the same way about Housewives, though? Because lately I've changed my mind of like, I, I think people need to be signed to two year contracts, regardless if we hate them or not, because you just can't really get a good grasp on somebody in one season. Like, I don't I I don't like Diana, but I'm still kind of like. I want to see where uh, this Asher kid goes and I want to see where, she, you know, like I want to see if she opens up at all. And if we get to uncover the mystery of her past at all more. Yeah. I think that's, fa that's fair. Um, with like a clause. It's like, if you do something <laughs> like super duper terrible, you're out, yeah. but like, but yeah, they need to get comfortable. You know, like there's always, they're always a little bit thirsty and need to sort of find their way. Um so yeah, I, I would I would be in support of that. So Vanderpump Rules is ish, but did you pay attention to Sheena Shea or Sheena Honey Marie or whatever we're calling Sheena? Did you pay attention to her wedding at all this past week? I knew it happened. Um, so, 
Someone said something about how she must have gotten a discount since it was on a Tuesday. <laughs> Dude, this, I mean, she so yeah, so like, she is committed to a deep discount, like yeah. to make people go to Cancun or wherever it was to fly out for a destination wedding on a Tuesday. Like, so you're telling me I have to take off two days of work, Monday, Tuesday, and potentially Wednesday to get Wednesday back home too, yeah. just for that, that wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see the picture of Jack? Jax was there. And then I was, I think it was like best of Bravo. He posted a picture of his son, little cat, little baby couchy. And the son was like peeing on the hotel bed. <laughs> oh, ew. it's it's, he took it off now. Like, I don't know if he realized the kid was peeing, okay. but he was fully peeing on the bed. And he was like, this little guy won't go down. And I'm like, yeah, neither will his urine. <laughs> I have to say I was super tickled by the um, Jack's and Kevin's Naturals, Kevin's Natural Foods. Um, oh, yeah. You guys. Food. So I, I think we talked about this on the show, but like Jack's is now doing free ads for companies that not, didn't hire him in hope. Like, I think what are, what are the hopes that like, he wow, tagged this guy them as a paid good. partner. He tagged them. He said this was a paid partnership with Kevin's. And Kevin's so came out and they were like, about? no, it's not a grab. It's an attention grab, a try. I mean, by the way, you know, like, hey, man, that, that might work. But I love that the Bravo fan base is so intense that somebody reached out to Kevin's Natural Foods and says, by the chance, you didn't really hire Jax Taylor, did you? And, the, you know, poor Kevin's social media person is like, uh, no, we didn't. He's just a real big fan of Kevin's Natural Foods. And we love that for him, you know? And I'm like, this is so sad on so many different levels, you know? They had to have a meeting about, like, think about it. They had to, yeah. like, strategize. And be like, what do we, what, what's our take on Jax Taylor? Like they probably had to look up his history and take a stance. What if he is playing 4D chess with Kevin's natural foods? And he's like, bet you need a social media manager. I almost was a social media manager for a hockey team in Tampa. And I would love <laughs> to help you with the issue of me, you know, like, let's look at this from all different angles right now. How can you know? we sort me out? <laughs> yeah. No, so uh, what's that? Wait, you might like this. He still has, I took a screen recording. I don't know if I still have it. Uh, Shop Jax's closet. No, it's a fitness oh. thing. His like, oh, his fitness, app? fitness, fitness he, program. There's like four he posts. Fitness, he had a fitness app way back in the day. And then I think somebody, but like, I think he let the URL lapse or lapse. something and somebody bought it. And like, I, well, but do you know all about Shop Jax's closet, right? No. Is he, oh is he like has a Poshmark it, account? No, he first off has an Instagram account called Shop Jax's Closet. And <laughs> let me try to find it. Uh, cause wow. okay, it's shop underscore Jax's J A X S underscore closet underscore. And he is selling all of these things. He has a Anthony Bourdain signed by Anthony Bourdain. Um, DM if interested, does not include shipping. Uh, he has a Ghostbusters signed by Bill Murray DM if like, but some of these he took off prices. Well, mine is these tanning products that appear to be like a sample kit. <laughs> like he got some samples and he's yeah, yeah, yeah. selling yeah, the them Luna, for Luna bronze. Bucks. Luna. So, yeah. Well, just to give you more information, somebody last week found his eBay account because this stuff was a little out of my price range, but the <laughs> eBay account has his toys and stuff like that. And so now I'm the proud owner of Jax's Rambo lunchbox from the eighties. And it cost me only 35 bucks. So I was being within a budget and cause I was like, 
That's so cool to have Jax's Rambo lunchbox. But then get this. I was first off, not even expecting to get it. I was like, there's no way this guy goes to the post office, but he did go to the post office and you guys, he put, he put the return address of his actual house on the thing. And I was like, dude, like, come on, man. And that's when I was standing in his backyard last night, I felt so bad. I was like, you did this to yourself, man. Like you don't give me that kind of information and I expect me not to do something with it. But the, the eBay has like, like what's scaring me? Like, does he like, is he needing the money? Is Brittany making him sell these things? Like this would be a great plot line on Vanderpump rules. It would be, you can get his Warhol type. Print. You know, our Ariana's brother made that. So I, I think that's a, that's a, I think that's a slam at Tom and Ariana too. Oh, good call. Good call. Um, one I, of two. He's two of these. <laughs> I'm going to need two of these bad boys. Uh, uh, last night, because Ariana was still there, I DM'd Ariana. So I said, "Hey, will you take a picture with Jax at the wedding?" And uh, she's like, "Ha ha ha! No, no, no!" And <laughs> I was like, "Okay." It's like I love that there is still like this weirdly bad blood between all of these people, and it's all now behind the scenes because you have mm-hmm. Stassi, you you have Jax and Brittany. Stassi's mad at Jackson, Brittany, Jackson, Brittany are mad at Stassi. Chris and Dodie broke up with their boyfriend. Like there it's all this weird thing that we're never going to see a lick of on film. And yet they're still living in a reality show. Well, and that's what was so great about that show is that they were real relationships. Yeah. And that's, that's when, that's when magic happens. (laughs) What does Chris and Dodie do these days? I think she has that t-shirt line, but I can't imagine, but still like, I can't imagine. Like, I mean, is that how good are t-shirts? I mean, like, I know even on my, I, I make some stop sleeping with Tristan Thompson shirts. It's not right. like it does that great. Like, yeah. you know, and the, the we do it through Threadless. It's like twenty five bucks or something, and we get four fifty. <laughs> we get something ridiculous. Like, we get four dollars and fifty cents or something. And if there's ever a sale, our cut goes even lower. Um, it is so, but we do it just for like the fun of it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I can't imagine Dodie's like sitting on like a t-shirt millionaire kind of thing. I don't know. I mean, because, but it's not merch. So that's, no, it's so just maybe normal. she has it's, deals that we don't know about because it's like a brand that. That they're that, they're that coveted these shirts by women. Perhaps. perhaps. Yeah. We don't um, know. Maybe I have some from TJ Maxx. I haven't known. Yeah, I don't know the yeah, name yeah. of the brands. If she makes a deal with old Navy, I'm going to be pissed. Um, <laughs> As we wrap up here, um, w- will you tell me some of your favorite Bravo moments of all time? Oh, God. Um, I mean, Scary Island. Just sure. uh, as a whole, or Just is there a favorite a scene? You know, is the go to sleep? Is there a favorite scene? And what did you think of Girls Trip, too? I didn't even get to ask that. I... I loved uh, season one or installment one, whatever. I thought um, Bluestone Manor was a little hard to watch. I did not think it was that fun. Um, Did you try watching it all a second time? Because when I watched it a second time, I enjoyed it so much more. Okay. uh, Maybe I'll give it a whirl. I thought it was just, (laughs) I just thought it was tough. If you didn't like it the first time, please watch it all again. (laughs) Um, I, I thought it was hard to watch because it's on Dorinda's turf. I, I, she was not the Dorinda that we, that I missed. It's not your TJ Maxx pal. It's not my, it's not my shopping buddy. It's not um, my Dorinda, Priscilla <laughs> says. 
you well, you should reach out like D what's up do you if what's you need up? an ear like I'm, I'm, here. I'm here yeah <laughs> just put the kid to bed I would love to chat Ugh, I think she needs it I think she needs us to ground her I feel like she's ignoring us completely. Not, in, I mean, I feel like we are all like, yo, Dorinda, you still have that problem that you had that last season. And she'll be it like, seems like it's, it's worse. so stressful having everybody at my house. And like, she just ignores it. Yeah. No, I think, I think a lot of what we saw was a year's worth of anticipation built up to like come back and deliver. And it backfired. I know. Like, but I did read, I mean, I don't know. These Bravo rumors like fly so fast at you, you know, is that yeah. They, somebody did the Roni legacy cast this week and it was like Jill, Dorinda, Luann, Sonia, Kelly Ben Simone, and uh, somebody that I'm forgetting. Ramona was not in there. And that was another thing that I heard this week that Ramona is officially gone from Roni, but that's not official through Bravo. It's just through people's, you know, sources and stuff yeah which i'd be okay with ramona like ramona's done so much there's like a bevy of like there's so much material with her in it that i think it would be okay yeah i think yes we we would be okay um and it it is confirmed that there's a reboot right and the first woman has been that that is not that is totally confirmed and it's a roni legacy and you know roni new coke you know (laughs) by the way that we said that should be the that, that could be a meme. Like, uh, the anyways, um, <laughs> what else are you? Okay. So scary Island, you always love watching. What are other comfort Bravo episodes or scenes for you? Oh God. Ugh. I wish I had prepared something. I just love it all. I mean, I, I think, uh, I'll tell you what I'll never watch is the, uh, the Jersey seasons with the twins. I just skipped that. Never went back. Oh. Don't regret it. Uh, it's like a black hole oh my god like i i totally forgot about that exactly yeah it's best for everyone oh what did you think of Teresa's wedding ridiculous oh my god i can't i mean the hair i mean was it you that said that was it you that said that melissa and joe were hiding in her hair yeah i said Brady, melissa and joe are in Teresa's wedding hair yeah and it was exactly what she wanted I mean, no, I know she stood up for it, you know, like, yeah. and that was, I mean, from I prison so to 1500 much. bobby pins. Yeah. By the way, don't it. they try to like sneak in bobby pins in prison? And then maybe that's Probably. why she wanted so many of them. Cause she's like, I'm free to have as many bobby pins as I want, here, you know, <laughs> it's um, a big fuck you to the system. <laughs> yeah. Did you see their, uh, the Greek, all the Greece honeymoon pics where they're like playing grab ass and all of them. It's like yes. so wild. They're so candid and natural. Like they so candid. You know. And it's also like, what it's cool for me is like, I don't, there's not a bit of attractiveness in it for me at all. Like, I don't look at it and go, damn, I want to be in love or damn, it's nice bodies. Like there's not, <laughs> I mean, they have nice bodies, but I'm like, there's nothing titillating. There's nothing, it, it you know, it's, it's just, it's like very tan skin. <laughs> it's very tan skin. And I heard they both got their lips done. Um, Cause I didn't even recognize Teresa. I thought it was Deandra. Like she just, <laughs> who, who doesn't look like Deandra from season one anymore. But like, <laughs> I, I just thought it was like, like crazy, but yeah, there's nothing aspirational going on there. <laughs> no, I mean, it's weird. It's like, it's, it's like, I do are any women jealous of that wedding? Like, I'm glad she was happy. I'm glad she loved it. You know? Yeah. I want to um, know what was said. I want to know what the fallout was. I want to know it all. Wait, between Melissa and Joe. 
Oh yeah. The whole season. I mean, like, but even if you're the biggest Teresa Stan ever, and I know she has so many stands or what, you know, like, can't we all just admit like she fucking treats Melissa like shit. I mean, are, are yeah. we allowed to say that? And or is Joe, that like, yeah. But I feel like people are like so offended and I'm, I'm like, you have video proof and like, well, she did this first. And I'm like, Teresa does it so much worse. Like yeah. it's weird. Yeah. And can't we also all agree that she shouldn't be marrying Louie? Like shouldn't Stan I be was, uh, like, I was a, this isn't good. Uh, yeah. Like, just because you stand somebody doesn't mean you agree with everything that they do, especially when there is a trail of ladies saying that this dude has a bunch of red flags and like he presents well, but so do a lot of scammers, you know, so yeah. do a lot of like, and no offense, I don't know Louis, but I, I have talked to the women that some of the women that he had done things to, and they don't seem batshit crazy. I mean, like, listen, I know it's just, it's just weird. It's hard. Yeah. It's, it's, and at least take some like protect yourself or like take some time like if this is really the right person like take take a little more time take another year, take another yeah, year. Like, i mean like why are we rushing into this thing like let's yeah. if, if you're not gonna do uh, a prenup like let's just not do it at all like yeah. let's just be curtain goldie han of like bravo <laughs> exactly. um do you, and finally i i just keep keeping you because i want to keep i'm just this is what i do now i actually invite people on the show that I just want to talk to again. It's not even like, it's like, just, I, I miss, I'm not, I don't want to make you, I mean, I miss you. I miss you. I miss, <laughs> I miss you, every you day. bro. I miss you, bro. Um, you never respond to my DMs because you don't know what my name even, is anymore. <laughs> listen, who the fuck is It's P-Cav? I'm not answering this. Meanwhile, I'm like, you're doing so I great, went, buddy. I went to the DM and I'm like, bonjour bitches. And I'm like, am I spelling bitches wrong? Like, <laughs> um, uh, What do you watch non-Bravo? Like, what else do you, like, do you watch scripted TV and all that stuff? Um, I do. We are late to the game with Ted Lasso, but I'm loving it. Um, oh my God, my mind just went Should blank in the again. first season? Uh, I'm in the second season now. Okay. My uh, no, non-Bravo comfort show is 30 Rock anytime. Like, it's I will one of those things you show. can fall... Like right now I'm in a uh, habit of falling asleep to Seinfeld on Netflix, but 30 Rock used to be a fall asleep show for me where I could close my eyes and still see it in my head. And mm -hmm. it was that way sleep, you know, but 30 rock was one of those things you could put on at night and I loved it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's my, that's my big one. Nothing, nothing besides Ted Lasso though. Nothing new. You're not like a big house of dragons. We're going to watch Thrones it. Head. Yeah. We're watching it. Um, Begrudging. it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I scroll while it's on and then I'm like, What's going on? And my husband's like, well, if you paid attention, and I'm like, well, it's hard to follow. <laughs> Where's the dragon? That's what I need to know. What, what, what children's shows do you have to watch? Because Bluey, I love Bluey. Dude, I saw it. I, saw I do it a was new like podcast. First... I yeah, I do Bluey. I was so charmed by this show, Bluey, you guys. And we talked about it in the first episode of the, what the kids are watching pod. And I was like, whoa, they're making stuff like this for kids where it kind of works for adults, but it's, mm -hmm. it has a lot of heart to it. The voices are super cute. The animation was, I was like, really, I was like, is it, am I on a watch list? If I keep watching Bluey without a kid? No, I, it's just a good show. And they call it the Seinfeld of children's shows. Apparently. Is that what they, did yeah. you see that thing on Disney plus that they, they, uh, initially cut out an episode overseas where uh, the dad was farting a lot <laughs> and Disney plus said it did not represent their values. And there was such a backlash that this week they put the episode up. They did. Yeah. Oh, I got to watch it. I got to watch it. Um, 
but yeah, bluey, um, cocoa melon, unfortunately. Um, I keep cocoa melons on the list of shows that we have to cover eventually. And it's great. A lot of people have that same reaction. Did you do, um, Booba? No, I haven't done Booba. On Netflix. It's like Russian anime. It's, I didn't, I didn't care for it. Are you, you're not at the age range, age range yet for Paw Patrol, are you? Get, she's a little bit interested in it. My niece, who's about seven months older, is like crazy about Paw Patrol. Um, so yeah, she dabbles, but right now it's it's Bluey and Coco Melon um, and Pink Fong, which is Baby Shark, basically. Wait, I'm sorry. Excuse me. What? Pink Fong is it's the origin. Pink Fong. Yeah, it's the origin of Baby Shark. Is it oh baby shark isn't just called baby shark show, it's called pink fong. My understanding is that it's a song from a show called Pink Fong. I could be wrong, but that's the only thing. Does this have anything to do with the TikTok challenge of like pink sauce that we're selling? I don't think so. (laughs) Wait, what about puppy dog pals? No. I just had to watch that this week. We're doing like a whole puppy thing, like Paw Patrol, Puppy Dog Pals. Okay. And and Puppy Dog Pals was created by, do you remember Harlan Williams, the comedian? He was yeah. like, like, remember in, um, uh, there's something about Mary when like Ben Stiller goes out and takes a piss and all of a sudden he bumps over, a, it's like all these guys in the woods and like he 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 was in Dumb and Dumber. He was Harlan in- Harlan Williams. Har- oh H-A-R. yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy yeah, like, he's in everything. He created this cartoon that's huge on Disney Junior called Puppy Dog Pals that has like 130 episodes. He created it, he writes it, he voices it. Good for I him. had no idea. And I got to talk to him this week on the other pod. And I was like, dude, I know I went and saw you at the Tempe Improv doing stand-up 20 years ago. Like I was scared you were gonna like like do audience interactions, you know. And I, you know, I don't, anyways, it was so wild and it was like kind of inspiring because I was like, wow, like this guy is being able to like and he turns out the guy was like a children's illustrator. Anyways, anyways, go listen to the other pub for that. Priscilla, <laughs> uh, I know this was just such a all over the place conversation, but I love that. And thank you. And you are so talented. You Aww. are so great. Um, even though you did change your name from Bonjour Bitches blog to at it's ITS P cav K A V, which will be in the notes, but also go support the shop. You guys go check that out. Like, I mean, honestly, that's probably a good place to get gifts as well as the holiday season comes around. And what we should do is we should plan something out a little bit better and do like, do like a holiday special scene for the holidays. Like, you know, since you have an acting background as well. I do. And we, we could do uh, the toy soldier thing. What's the toy soldier thing? The, oh, the, the New York Roni? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. That'd be great. There's got to be an iconic scene in there. We should reach out to Dorinda and see if she wants to play herself. She wants to play herself. I can yeah, tell you she, this right yeah, now. <laughs> I want you to get on Dorinda like you did Craig with those masks. You know, like Except be in the holiday special. Be in the holiday special. No, I don't want to be in the holiday. <laughs> and, uh... I'll reach out to Dorinda's sister, her family. Like... <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, what is Dorinda's sister's name? Uh, wasn't Isn't it Melinda? Like Melinda? Yeah, Melinda and Dorinda. She's awesome. Now that, I would watch like a buddy cop show of those two. Oh, could you imagine the shit that they talk like when they're going by around themselves? the Berkshires, telling ghost stories? You know, Berkshires is like haunted as hell. And there was like a UFO that everybody saw in the Berkshires and stuff in like the 90s or I, something. I want to see Dorinda's storage for all of those decorations and stuff that she has. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Anyway, <laughs> Priscilla Cavanaugh, you guys go follow her account. You probably already do, but if you don't 
go follow it is worth it. And it's so much more than just Bravo. So I can highly recommend it. Uh, we only did the tip of the iceberg. So thank you for coming. Thank you for doing this last minute. I, you know, we were, I think DM just, I was like, Hey, can you come on the podcast? Cause that's what happens. This like was if in I get comments. to comments, it was in, I, comments. in comments. Yeah. That's even, I was like, Hey, <laughs> like, what's real? your address? Like, <laughs> Well, because and then DMs, I'm like, why so do people lost. send me shit? I don't understand. I get, I'm so, lost. <laughs> I get so lost in DMs. So anyways, okay, you guys, thank you, Priscilla. Uh, anything else to support you on besides the account and the uh, the store? No, just just find me, love me. I love you. <laughs> love you right back. <laughs> we got Make sure you come up to her and love her. Yeah, if you, just love yeah, me. Just feel I'm free a middle child. <laughs> I need it more than most. <laughs> Five. Batches.